What is going to happen in 2024? That's what we're about today. You're going to want to stick around for this. This is the Franchise Pitfalls and Profit Show. Each week, we bring you the challenges and triumphs of being in the franchise development and consulting business. The things you need to make money faster. And now your host, one of the most successful franchise developers in North America, Don Shin. Hey, it's a new year, and I thought, uh, what better topic than to talk about what we see as trends for the new year, what we see as carried over from the old year, uh, and just talk about what's going to happen in the franchising space, specifically my expertise in franchise development. So that's what the topic of, of today's podcast is going to be, the 2024 trends, maybe predictions, uh, certainly things to watch for. All right, first thing I want to talk about is speed to lead. Every once in a while, I still get questions about this. I still feel it is critical. So is your recruitment system, is your sales process, is it set up to respond quickly to your leads? Um, so is your CRM set up? Uh, is your actual process that your reps are following? Or if you're the you're the person for your for your brand. If you're the founder and you're doing all the sales yourself, are you set up for quick responses so that you can get in touch with your with your leads, with your candidates quickly? Uh, I always believe that the, the the critical time frame is 72 hours or about three days. Uh, and we teach, and I know some CRM systems teach eight, nine, ten touch system in those 72 hours. Doesn't mean you're still not a decent lead. Doesn't mean don't throw a trip system or discard the lead if you've purchased it. But I think it's really, really critical to get in touch with people, to reach them uh, by email, text, or phone sometime in 72, within 72 hours of you receiving the lead, uh, 72 hours within the time that they requested information. So speed to lead is going to continue to drive sales processes. A second thing is, uh, I, I see it called multi-channel media. I call it multiple lead generation strategies. It is working. Uh, if you're not doing it, you need to do it. You need to have more than one lead generation source for your recruitment uh, to grow your franchise. You're just not going to hit the numbers that you want to hit unless you're using more than one strategy. The other thing is, you know, your business is very, very vulnerable. Even if a strategy is not a bad strategy, but it falls off for a period of time, any business that's relying on a single marketing strategy is is very vulnerable uh, to that supplier. If it's being outsourced uh, to the dynamics of the marketplace, it's just not good in any business to have a single marketing strategy. So I encourage you at a minimum to find three that really, really work well. Ultimately master them. But as my mentor uh, taught me years ago, you need to first get consistent with them, then become proficient. And that leads to mastery. You want to get your lead generating running to an extent that you really don't have to worry about it. And if you have more than one strategy, then even if one hiccups for a period of time or a supplier goes south on you for a period of time, 
you're still going to have lead flow to keep your sales going. So multiple lead generation strategies. Uh, the, fran the FSA course, Franchise Sales Accelerator course that I developed now has 13 strategies uh, to generate leads. So you want to have multiple lead generation strategies or a multi-channel media approach. A third thing, uh, video. Again, my mentor, same mentor said to me two to three years ago, the next 10 years is going to be about the use of video in business. If you're not using video on your websites, if you're not using it in your lead generation strategy and your touches, then you're not being, uh, you're not current. You're not being as effective as you could be. And one of the keys I think that uh, that's important to know is, you know, people always debate how long should a video be? And you're probably going to get a lot of different opinions, but in our franchise development, in our recruitment process, what I'm going to say is in the early stages, in most cases, with most of your leads, they have low interest. So don't send them an eight or 10 or 12 minute video from the CEO pontificating about, about the brand. Um, there will be a place for that down the road. But in the early stages, you want quick hit videos, two minutes, maybe three minutes tops. You want a number of them on different things. Break up the, your messages so that there's a single thing that you're discussing in a particular video. But don't go on and on and on. Literally, in your early stage recruitment process videos, maximum of three minutes, in, in my opinion, as they progress in your process, as they get more information, uh, pardon me, as they get more interested, and as you want to be continuing to provide more information midterm, later in your process, if as you're using video, they can get longer. That's okay because their interest is higher and they'll be more willing to invest time watching a video from you. So speed to lead, uh, multiple lead generation strategies, recommend three, uh, use of video in your recruitment process. Uh, the last one I wanted to talk about that's important is uh, the use of brokers, the, the information that I've been studying, that uh, the data that I've been receiving and seeing says that 44% of franchisors are using business brokers as a lead generation strategy. So uh, what does this mean? If you are a broker, that's pretty good news. Uh, if you are a Zor, uh, I recommend getting better at this strategy. When I was a master franchisee and also a franchisor CEO, I found that the highest quality lead of every lead generation strategy that I use, the highest quality lead was from consultants or from brokers. So uh, I also have seen over my 23 or 24 years now that many of these, um, many people just on both sides of the transaction, many people do not um, uh, do not fulfill or do not do the broker strategy very well. And so I'm going to uh, encourage you that if you're a franchisor, get better at doing this thing called a broker. It's a strategy. Um, I can tell you when I was a new broker, I wasn't new to franchise development. I had been extremely successful as a master franchisee. Um, I, I found that as I was entering into the broker space, 
Uh, I got a lot of odd reactions because I would say, hey, I'm a new broker with XYZ organization. And I recognized after a couple of months of that conversation, I recognized pretty quickly that um, that um, the, they were thinking I was new. And, and there's just there's a lot of variation of the quality of brokers, particularly ones that are new. So I would emphasize if you are a franchisor, you have an opportunity to impact, to influence uh, that broker that might be new. So put some effort into them because the other thing is many brokers will use uh, what I call a short list strategy. I don't encourage that, uh, but many will do that. So if you're if you're a franchisor and you're trying to get in onto a broker's short list or their list at all, you know, their list of 10 or 12 that they're most likely going to recommend, you need to spend time with that broker. So the new ones will be very open. They'll have the time. They'll be very open to talking to you. So pour in, you know, franchisors, pour into your brokers, uh, particularly the new ones. Spend some time with them and, and build them up and, and, and create that relationship. The key to the broker Zor success and placements, increasing your placements is going to be that relationship. Uh, I found that about 25% of my sales as a master franchisee were from brokers. Uh, as a CEO of a franchisor, it was even higher than that. And, and so, but what I found as the master franchisee was that, uh, was that, um, 85 or 90%, uh, I was trying to think of the percentage, 85 or 90% of my broker or consultant sales were from um, two brokers in particular. Uh, and, and why was that? It was because both of us invested time in each other uh, to make that relationship work. And we had a good back and forth, a, a good give and take. We shared information. We called each other. We let each other know what was going on. I wasn't always the top, the top um, uh, zor for those brokers candidates, but I could work and manipulate—not manipulate. I could work and influence and change uh, and, and respond to what the broker was telling me. And I could move my uh, myself up on that candidate's list. So the success in a broker-zor relationship, the success of using brokers as a lead generation strategy is investing time to build the relationship. I see too many, particularly emerging brands. I see too many emerging brands that join uh, a broker organization and just sit back and go, okay, sales are going to come in. And then what happens is they do get a lot of territory checks, but because they're not building the relationship, uh, they're not getting leads. So they get many, many hundreds sometimes of territory checks and a very small percentage of those turn into leads. And it gets very, very frustrating. So if you are uh, the owner of an emerging brand, you need to be sure that you recognize this is probably a six-month payout uh, because you need time to create those relationships with your franchisors. So those are my trends, my predictions, my what to watch out for list. Speed to lead continues. 
use multiple lead generation strategies. It's working. Continue it. Um, increase your amount of video. If you're not using video at all, start to use video in your process, but it will continue to be key in franchise recruitment processes. And then lastly, uh, use brokers. If you're a Zor, use brokers. If you're a broker, uh, recognize, both of you recognize that the relationship is what's key to being successful in the broker Zor or uh, making placements between that broker's or uh, engagement and relationship. <laughs>